Hey, hello, hi, how are you? SBJ here. Totally forgot to say this in the episode, so we're putting it before the episode, but I am doing a giveaway for a Nintendo Switch Lite winner's choice of color, either the yellow, the blue, or the gray. Um, No Pokemon one. That one will be later. I do have that one for a giveaway for later, but this time, if you're interested, you want to win a Nintendo Switch Lite, It'll be in the show notes below. There'll be a little link. You sign up. Completely free. Different ways to enter. Follow Twitter. Follow Facebook. That kind of stuff. But completely free. If you're interested. Um, In the show notes before, it ends on September 25th. So as of this podcast, should this podcast is coming out September 16th. So nine days left to enter. We're doing a couple secret codes too. And for the first 50 people who listen to this podcast... And go over to the giveaway page and enter Team Rocket 01. We'll get a bonus 200 entries into the giveaway. T in the team is capitalized, R in the rocket is capitalized. Dash 01 gets you some bonus entries. So if you're fast, you downloaded this podcast. I think the international people might have an advantage here since when this podcast comes out, most of the Americans will be asleep. So <laughs> don't say I didn't do anything for you, Perth. I got you. Um, <laughs> but good luck. Uh, like I said, ends September 25th, so you have plenty of time. Uh, enjoy the episode. What's up, everyone? Welcome to the 376th episode of the Pokemon Podcast. It's super effective. I'm your host, SBJ. Hello. How are you? Greg is here. Hello. How are you? I am good. It's the weekend. Will is also here. Oh, hello. Hello. Guess guess what? I am potentially the most Western of us all now. But <laughs> a- what? Well, yeah. No, I, that- I was the most eastern, but now, well, I'm on the good side of the river, Greg. Oh, you are not. Uh, uh, yeah, I am. The west side of the river is where downtown is. The east side of the river is where St. Paul is. You're a little too close <laughs> to St. Paul. But how's the I weather am- up there? I am north. And you're, there are, there's a completely different river that we talk about when we deal with Minneapolis. Whatever. I, I, the, the, I see the Mississippi. I crossed the Mississippi, the Mississippi this morning to get some Starbucks, crossed back, and I'm on the good side, and I know you're You're over by on, the falls, too, the real pretty falls. Yeah. You can go behind the falls in um, winter when it all freezes. Oh, I will have to try that at some point. It's going to be real cold, but you can do it. <laughs> <laughs> cold like my heart. That's why I moved here. Oh, Steve, when you moving out? We're still waiting on my wife to find a job in Minnesota. You know, maybe you need to move here, leave her behind, and she'll <laughs> get her button gear to get a job. 
I mean, we're all here. We're all waiting for you. Yeah. You know, yeah. Panda, this is Target. where the, the land of Target. The land of Target. We have been to Target a lot in this short amount I of time. I certainly have. But I am almost convinced <laughs> that that people in Minneapolis identify which part of the city they live in by the Target that they go to. No, and, that is accurate. Yeah. yeah, it is. We all know which is our Target. Yeah, it's like, not like... It's I'm not, by the... I'm by the college target, which is also the busiest target in the country because it's their, um, it's the one right by the university. And so they have a constant stream of people. So everything new that they want to like aim towards the kids happens at my target. And so we'll walk in there and I'm like, none of this looks right. <laughs> You've fundamentally changed my target. I can tell you about making a buck though with some Pokemon news. Regarding- oh, Pokemon Masters. Oh yeah, let's let's get into this. Can we make money at this game I've chosen to ignore? <laughs> no, you can't. No. But this is this is a time to jump in. Yeah. Just temporarily. So we got some Pokemon news for you guys today. Uh we will be talking about the quote unquote new Pokemon shown on Pokemon's website that hasn't officially been revealed, but they've teased it, so it's it's Pokemon.com. It's there if you want to look at it. But you can't look at it. Just a heads up. Uh, but we got some Pokemon Master news, some Pokemon Go news. Uh, there's a lot of new stuff on Pokemon Center. And then we have that lawsuit that I want to talk about. So that's our episode. We're getting sued? Yeah. No. Unfortunately. <laughs> Somebody's getting sued. Pokemon Masters is shaping up to be a hit with $25 million in the first week. Y'all should not be giving them money. This is off Forbes. Nintendo's mobile offerings have been hit or miss over the past few years with Pokemon Go and disappointments with like Super Mario Run. But Pokemon Masters is the new Pokemon mobile game which focuses on collecting trainers as well as Pokemon. It is shaping up to be possibly uh, the scale of something like Fire Emblem Heroes because it's monetized the same way. Sensor Tower is reporting, and we talked about this last week, that Pokemon Masters has made $25 million in its first week, which is impressive because it's nearly half of what the mega-hit Pokemon Go was its first week of $56 million. Digging a little bit deeper, it's less impressive when you realize those figures were from Go launching in five markets, where Pokemon Masters has launched in 60 markets. I forgot all about that. I forgot that Go was like a staggered release. Mm-hmm. Because there are a lot of people who lived elsewhere like, I want to play this game. Why do you all have this game and I can't play it? Uh, I remember that. Still clear that it's Nintendo, one of Nintendo's best performing mobile Pokemon titles, dwarfing Ooh. things like Pokemon Quest, Magikarp Jump. First week, I'm going to just run through these numbers, first week of actual money the game has made, Pokemon Go, 56, Pokemon Masters, 26 million. Pokemon Quest, 3 million in its first week. Magikarp Jump, 1 million. And Pokemon Rumble Rush, 300,000. Which is where it should belong, at the bottom of that list. Nowhere to be found, though. I was just going to say, I'm surprised it made that much. Where, no, uh, did we all forget, did did Sensory Tower forget Pokemon Duel existed? I know that it's closing in a month. (laughs) But, did no one care? enough to put that poor game on this list <laughs> i'm sure it did better than rumble rush well not after they added the subscriptions yeah i don't know if that happened pokemon quest is a good game magikarp jump also a good game 
Uh, the other Pokemon Masters news is there were some game-breaking bugs that have existed since launch. I did not experience any of these. I don't know if you did, Greg. I I mean, I did. So, ha- did I see the game-breaking? So, yes and no. I was aware that the dire hit wasn't working uh, as the as the description said it would. It like the description and what it actually did were off. Um, and I noticed that because I use Phoebe a lot, and Phoebe in Desktops has dire hit all. Um, and so I would use that. I'm like, this is a really good ability. It seems to be much more powerful than uh, what the game says it should be, which isn't bad, but I think that was one of the problems. And then I was also noticing that later in the game, you get to do like stuff with gear and sync pairs level up. Um, and I had just started getting into that like i haven't explored it very much at all but apparently none of those were working well or as the description stated um which was causing huge imbalances so um incorrect items are required to upgrade two star gear or gears and so they fixed all of that and the dire hit stuff um was that uh so dire hit has been changed to dire hit plus and dire hit all has now been changed to dire hit all plus so that those moves reflect that they sharply increase crit rates whereas dire hit um just raises the hit like critical rate so it's like one will raise it, I think. I think sharply raises it two stages and regular raises it one, but they were labeled the same, but they did it slightly different and so it was kind of confusing when you were playing the game because the dire hits they're all it sounds confusing right now and i <laughs> yeah so they were like dire hit on one character would raise your critical rate one stage but dire hit on a different character would raise it two and there wasn't sort of an explanation as to why those two raises were so different um so they fixed that so the ones that raise it two i think it's two are now dire hit plus and the ones that only raise at one stage are just dire hit so they've corrected that bug and then the gear stuff is just the items were messed up what you needed to do whatever you what up or upgrades and stuff were labeled weird so they fixed that and then uh i think encouraged a lot of people to jump into the game by giving out 6000 unpaid gems let's be clear six thousand gems is still a lot of gems it is it's two ten pulls um but there's no guarantee of there's not a lot of guarantees that you're gonna get out of those 20 pulls any of the five stars um the two banners that they're running um there's a thing in the banner called um sync pair points yeah scout points so depending under which banner you pull you get scout points, and if you manage to get 400 scout points, you can just pull any one off of that banner out of your choice. Um, the sneaky thing that they did is the Olivia banner and the blue banner have separate scout points that don't interact with each other. So you have to be very careful when you're pulling to understand which banner you're pulling under, because if you're trying to get to the 400 scout points, you need to pull all 20 under the same banner. Again, they're not discounted. 
Um, and one of my pulls, I pulled Bugsy four times in the same ten pull. Nice. Uh, which raises Bugsy. That's probably which is more my... rare than pulling one five star. <laughs> right. I pulled Bugsy four times, which raises his scout pair linked. I think I've maxed it out at five five, which is my other sort of issue with how the game runs. If you pull a duplicate, it doesn't help. Like you can't direct that energy towards somebody you're working on. I now have a very powerful Bugsy that I'm not using. I am. I have not leveled or looked at or trained Bugsy because I was doing... Viola. Yeah. Yeah. I've been raising her. So the fact that I have a 10... Like, I have a maxed out Bugsy just is like, well, that's not the bug one that I'm using because I'm not... Like, that wasn't the plan here. So now I have to go and decide is Bugsy worth it and then raise that from from scratch. It's like kind of frustrating that duplicates only help the duplicate that you've pulled. It doesn't sort of go into a general energy pool that you can help everybody with. But the 6,000 gems is nice. It's, you know, I'll tell people, hey, jump in, get 20 free pulls. You, you know, pull under the Olivia or the blue banner, depending on who you want more. And they are doing a nice, they're doing an interesting thing. There's a rock event going on right now, so you can get super XP for raising rock types, um, which is actually quite nice. I, I It's a nice addition, and I hope they do it for all the types, so that trying to raise all these things from level 1 up to level 50, 60, 70, you know, up to 100 isn't such a grind. Like, I raised all of my rock types up to up into the 70s in a matter, just like in a couple of days, running this event. Um, so I hope they do that for all the other ones. That's sort of like a nice quality of life thing that makes playing the game better for free-to-play people. Because, you know, if you wait for the event to come around, you know, you don't have to pay money. You can actually level up your pairs. And the ones that you get that are level ones from the pulls are a lot easier to, to raise because you have this super XP. That was a lot of words that I just don't understand, but that's okay. <laughs> Get your 6,000 gems, open your yeah. 20 pulls, and then be disappointed that you got four bugsies. <laughs> Listen, All kids, the bugsies. life is full of disappointments, so get started now. <laughs> Although I will say, I like the Olivia Lycanroc abilities better than I like the blue Pidgeot ones. So if you're going to pull under a banner, pull under the Olivia. Yeah, but people banner. have a real obsession with blue. Yeah, I mean, blue is good in the game. He gets a mega Pidgeot, so. I'm still logging into Pokemon Masters every day. I am not, like, playing it, though. Do you get a bonus for logins? You do. You do, but the first week, so the first week of launch, you were getting 200 gems for logging in every day. Um, now it's like 150 a week. week. And yeah, now the gem, the the free gem train has dried up hardcore, which is disappointing. I think I'm on like chapter four or five of the game. I'm saving my 6,000 gems for a character I really care about. Like if they were like, hey, we're putting Hugh in the game. I'm like, all right, here we go. 6,000 gems. <laughs> Hugh? Hugh is worth 6,000 gems? More so than Olivia. <sighs> I mean, you can get how during the course of the uh, game. No one wants how. Well, you get it for free. Who would I want? Hmm. Tough call. I mean, I like Iris a lot. 
but I'm sure Iris, Iris is in there. For free. Uh, do you get Drayden for free then? Uh, I have not seen uh, Drayden. I don't think Drayden's no. in yet. I bet Skyla is probably high demand. I heard like that the... Skyla was one of the best four stars in the entire game, but I think you get her yeah, for free. Yeah, Skyla, Skyla you get for free. Skyla is very good. Skyla gets the ability Take Flight, which affects all allies. So it raises the defense of your entire team and sharply raises all of your speed. So if you bring Skyla, like you can really like fly through literally encounters because the take flight affects everybody everybody hmm. and it's really nice whereas um blue blue only has special attack for himself raise and then he has the smell you later ability which is kind of funny it only affects him like it only raises his accuracy evasiveness and critical hit rate so as far as the two flying types i think skyla is better than blue because Skyla can power up your entire team, whereas Blue is really just powering up Blue, which is fitting for their personality. What are they going to add Trace and his Marowak? Chase? Soon, Trace? I hope. I don't remember which one it is. <laughs> wait, Trace is... Wait, or am I thinking Tracy? No, not mm. Tracy. Trace and Chase are the characters of Let's Go. I can't remember which one's the rival and which one's your main character. Ugh. Chase, Trace, Trace, and Elaine. And Elaine. I want to say Chase was your rival. I could yeah. be wrong. Yeah, because you were chasing after him. And Olivia is a five-star that her stuff only affects herself. Uh, she raises her own attack, and she has the ability Hard as Diamonds, which raises her accuracy, critical hit rate, and but also sharply lowers Special defense, but her um, attacks are very good for like. Um, and there's more rock type, like rock is much more used as uh, a weakness in this game than flying. Like I've only run into flying a couple of times, and I've run into rock a lot more. So I think the Olivia like and rock pair is a little bit better right now. Um, neither one are are a great five star, but they're good. All right, this is off Yahoo Finance. <laughs> what? <laughs> Yahoo Finance. It's yeah. a thing. It's a website. Hey, the Dow is uh, up 37. Uh, what? But why do they need Pokemon stuff? Niantic settles 2016 Pokemon Go class action trespassing lawsuit. Ooh, I heard oh, about right. that. Uh, there was one posted in the uh, Slack, but it has since disappeared. Because of how fast Slack moves, but I think this is a little bit easier to uh, digest for those who uh, are very worried about the legal talk that's about to happen. I think, uh, yeah, I think this is pretty easy to digest here. So this is, uh, this was just published Friday, September 6, 2019. So it is a very recent article, but this is regarding when Pokemon Go first came out. This lawsuit took a real long time, but here's the verdict, I guess. <laughs> When Pokemon Go launched three years ago, it got an entire generation of smartphone users outside and walking around. Niantic's AR exper experiment worked a bit too well, however, and some property owners found themselves with unwanted visitors at their homes that have been turned into Pokestops or gyms. The result was a class action lawsuit by 12 uh, plaintiffs against Niantic for trespassing. Now, three years later, Niantic has agreed to settle the suit without accepting liability and finds itself 
uh, with a with four million dollars in legal fees. It will also pay each of the plant uh, plaintiffs a thousand dollars each. For Brandon Huffman, an attorney at Odin Law, the relatively low payouts to the plaintiffs mean means Niantic accuses little risk in choosing to settle the case. Quote. The settlement is a little surprising, but it seems that Niantic decided a settlement with a little economical impact was better than the risk of a precedent that the landowners translates to ownership over the AR space, Huffman told Game Daily. I mean, I think that's really, like, that's the heart of the thing right there. Not, you know, avoiding having any court say if you own physical property you also own the ar space yep like completely punting that way down the road it was like 100 percent why they probably settled because that's a dangerous precedent to get on the law book well and and just in law precedent is that is one of the most telling things right because future cases will be decided based on the precedent that was set in the past so you want to control basically for the future by being very careful about what you allow today. In addition to the payouts, Niantic has agreed to implement an anti-trespassing message into Pokemon Go, which all players should be seeing now. It will also cease placing Pokemon stops and gyms near single family residences or other potential problematic locations. One clause of the settlement states that if a Pokestop or gym is placed within 40 meters of a residence, the owners may file with Niantic to have it removed. The law surrounding augmented reality, as it pertains to trespassing and private property, are muddy at best uh, at this point. It is relatively uncharted territory as far as current legislation is concerned. Quote, trespassing laws definitely do not account for AR, Huffman said. Old laws get awkward apply- awkwardly applied to new technologies all the time. I'm not a New Jersey uh, lawyer... Where the suit, this was where the suit was filed. But some quick research suggests that New Jersey, uh, an action for trespasses arises upon the authorization, the unauthorization entry into another property, real or personal. There is no case that I am aware of that conveys any property's rights to an artificial space overlaying reality. (laughs) (laughs) Well, not yet. Not Not with that attitude. Niantic's choice to settle the case is unlikely to alter laws that currently exist, Huffman said. By settling, Niantic has avoided creating a- any legal precedent. They've opted out instead of uh, instead to enter an agreement that binds them to certain safeguards, but only related to the product and this specific case. I think there will be a holding pattern for quite some time. Because the case has no quantifiable impact on trespassing laws, there's always a chance for a repeat suit. Huffman sees that as unlikely, though, given the case and the attention that it received. Well, I'm sure this is not the last we're going to hear about this. Oh, absolutely not. But, I mean, (laughs) it's interesting that, I mean, so, like, what, $4 million, they make that in, what, two days? (laughs) Right? No, and between 6 a.m. and noon. Can you imagine, I mean, like, I don't know these 12 people that band together to sue Antic for trespassing, but can you imagine fighting this for three years? Whether that's because oh, you feel like yeah. do you you feel like this is worth the fight, or you feel like you're you you're just in this, or you feel like you just want to stick it to the man, and then coming out of like three years of your life getting a thousand bucks, 
I don't maybe like two of the twelve people are like, heck yeah, thousand dollars. <laughs> well, I three mean, years for a thousand dollars is look, like it's it's the principle. It's the principle, <laughs> but also the question is: is I mean, did how much were they paying in lawyer fees? Like, was that a was it mostly pro bono or like is a thousand dollars is not going to cover three years of legal fees? Represented maybe because they were representing themselves. They didn't get more. No, 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 no. The no. lawyers who did it just lawyers. to try to set the precedent or whatever. Yeah. They just wanted to get their name on that, like the the case law of virtual space. And like in 2,315, they're going to be referring to Odin versus... <laughs> Odin <laughs> versus Hephaestus. Neantic. No, I'm <laughs> like trying to think of names of ancient gods. Um <laughs> Odin so the, versus they have the Hera. Name of the book. Yes, exactly. <laughs> that's 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 where the value is, right there. Who's getting these four million dollars in legal fees? The lo- the law firms. So what that says to me is that Niantic paid the law firm that was representing the other people for three years. So they paid them four million dollars to cover all legal fees and. Basically to go away and then agreed to pay a thousand dollars to the twelve people that brought it. So the the situation is these law firms fought for these twelve people. These three, law firms <laughs> for twelve years for three years. Yep. And then the lawyers were like, here's a thousand dollars. You know what? We don't think this case is worth it anymore. Well that's not Goodbye. it. Goodbye. <laughs> the, I mean, the case was settled. settled. Yeah. So they got a huge payout and avoided having it go to court for another X amount of years. So for a law firm, like they got a settle- settlement, they got what they wanted. And for Niantic, they just paid a bunch of money to make it go away. So, I mean, it was basically three years to make the decision of if we settle this, then right. it doesn't set a precedent about ownership of the virtual space. So that's the right course to take. And they just took three years to get to that realization. The precedent was like the most important part about this entire thing, not the money. Correct. Well, I mean, well, except for the lawyers, I take the four million dollars, <laughs> but nobody's paying me to argue this for three years. I mean, I could. I don't have any. Of the, I don't have any of that Lego stuff behind me. I, I hear if you just copy wits. and paste from legal books. Well, you're, I mean, you're good. That's what most people do. That's you just called, look it up. Uh, that's the a job called paralegal. Chief copy and paster. Yep. In the case of Surumi versus Anderson, <laughs> labor disagreements. Which side of the river is better? In the case of Surumi versus... Oh, you're going to live on the west side of the river. We we already know that's been decided. Um, although, news alert, news update. Greg, you are actually about... 30 feet more west <laughs> I know I wasn't going to bring it up but <laughs> it's so weird <laughs> alright we're going to take a break here and then when we come back we're going to talk about that new Pokemon and we're going to talk about uh, a couple other things Pokemon related so we will be right back Uh, 
We are back. This is off Pokemon.com. Johto Sitting Cuties plush arrives at Pokemon Center. The next batch of Sitting Cuties have arrived with more than 100 plushes that were originally discovered in the Johto region, first seen in Pokemon Gold and Pokemon Silver. Now you might ask yourself, wait, I thought there was only 100 Pokemon in Gen 2. You are correct, but uh, the Pokemon company has decided to release all 28 versions of Unknown. <laughs> but I mean, wait. I'm excited to spell my name. All 28 were not available in Gold and Silver. That's true. Only 26 were. So they're editing history. Gen 3 here. confirmed. <laughs> There's only one good thing Gen 3 brought us. And that is the exclamation point <laughs> and, the, and question the question mark. mark. Everything else was not great. But hey, they tried. <laughs> At least you tried. These adorable plushes featured weighted bottoms, allowing most of them to comfortably sit upright. They look great on their own, surrounded by their peers. Which one will you get? Well, not whatever letter that is, because that just looks... What did they spell? PCI? P I think it spells that... PC exclamation mark. So it's like yeah. Pokemon Center. That just looks terrible. The exclamation mark I think is one of the best unknowns though. Because it looks Cause it's so got the sleepy eye. Yeah, yeah. It just like looks very annoyed. It looks really <laughs> annoyed with like everything in the happening in the world. That Smoochum's real cute though. Smoochum's real good. Yeah, the Smoochum is is pretty incredible. Um the uh I had a friend, my friend Gummy sent me uh the Sunkern one and it's really cute and it's really well made. Uh the Draffer one looks pretty good. Yeah, I think they all look really good. There's a couple that are kinda not great. Like Oh, well, I need that Cyndaquil. I don't Ugh. know how you mess up Quagsire, but it looks <laughs> it looks like it got hit by a car or something. It just looks very flat. Well, Lugia looks like it's trying to give you a big hug, and if there's anything we know about Lugia, it's not interested in giving anybody a big <laughs> hug. Oh, man, Gligar is looking real good, too. Oh, no, I don't do these things. Swinub. Pineco? Oh, Look, we man. know that Pineco's a real garbage Pokemon, but man, yeah. I, how do they You're mess a real garbage Pokemon. <laughs> how do they mess it up? Why does it look like paper mache? So when Hoot Hoot sits, it gets two feet? <laughs> yeah. It sits with two feet. Whooper. Oh. Yeah, the Stantler sitting. The Stantler's really cute. I like the Stantler. Quillfish is really good. Whooper's good. I'm Yeah, the Quagsire's like, what? Yeah. Entei, no good. Steelix is also pretty bad. Pyloswine, for not being cute, is pretty cute. The Corsola is very cute. Oh, I didn't see the Corsola. Corsola's good. This, is, this probably makes for real good. It's uh, really good. Everybody go, folks. Follow along online because Area Dose <laughs> looks so good. <laughs> yeah, but to spell your name, you're ten ninety nine for each letter. Yep, it's yeah, it's pricey. I mean, and I don't even like the G. Like I've never liked the unknown G. I always forget not to and Hoot Hoot are in the same generation of disappointment. <laughs> Oh, not too good. Yeah, yeah not I mean, not right. too a decent Pokemon. Yeah, but its feet are so big. Why? Why? <laughs> well, it's gotta sit. I guess. Pseudo Widow is very cute. 
Centric looking a little thick here. Uh, the Chikorita looks cute. Totodile looks cute. Yeah, Quillava and Typhlosion, bad. Cyndaquil, definitely great. I yeah, mean, Cyndaquil's fire is really good on it. Y'all don't know how much I want that Dunsparce, though. Yeah, mm. he's looking a little chubby, though. Well, Dunsparce is, is a nah, big, he's thick to be snack. A, he's supposed to be a, 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 well, a thick long boy. He just looks thick. He's four foot six. <laughs> what do you expect? Four foot six and, like, what, 50 pounds? There's Maybe a lot of these that look real good. There's also some other breaking news here. If you decide to spell your name with uh, with letters or you decide to get yourself a um, Sunkern off Pokemon Center, you can now, for the first time, order official, official, Grookey, Scorebunny, and Sobble plushes. <gasps> what? If you go under new releases, you'll be able to see them. They are the... The eleven inch plushes, so they're this for reference. Oh the, yeah, the sitting well, cuties are about no. six inches. These are yeah. these are about eleven inches, depending on Sobble's eight inches, Grookey's nine and three quarters, and Score Bunny is eleven and a quarter inches. Hmm. Only when standing, I hear you can clearly it's... see the sitting and standing is a different height. That Grookey uh, is so true. cute. But I am very attracted to the Gengar Halloween ceramic treat bowl. Oh, so spoilers! Spo- I was getting to that. Uh, all right, I. There's a Gengar ceramic treat bowl. <laughs> Their Halloween collection is out because it's Halloween. It is. So you can get this is thirty five dollars Gengar Pokemon Halloween ceramic treat bowl. You do get a free gift with purchase if you order anything from the Halloween collection. Is it a treat? Uh, you get, get a trick-or-treat trick bag. So when you That's... go trick-or-treating in Minnesota and you say the word bag uh, in a very Midwestern way, you can, Not col- gonna happen. you can collect your candy. Bag. Uh, the treat bowl holds enough candy for a small horde of ghosts and goblins. Candy and other items not, uh, are not included. Gengar adds a spooky touch to the crucial candy selection. Part of the Pokemon Halloween collection, Pokemon Center Original. It is microwave safe. It is hand Ooh. hand wash recommended. Well, I've never listened to that in my entire <laughs> life. I don't have time to hand wash. That bowl, if 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 it's displayed is appropriate, that's a pretty large bowl. It's a well, yeah, it's yeah, the picture is showing at least I'd say thirty packs of unified minds are up in there. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's six and a half by 14 by 13 and a half, so it's pretty big. Now, the other thing that's very great is the Pokemon Pumpkin Pikachu Pokemon Halloween. Who named this item? Pumpkin (laughs) Pikachu Pokemon Halloween Ceramic Tea Light Holders 2-Pack. Who? $35. Halloween looks much better with a little candlelight. What would be better than to add a bit of glow and flicker to these Pumpkin Pikachu ceramic tea light holders. One five-inch pumpkin and one nine-and-a-half-inch pumpkin will spread light and Pokemon cheer over your walkway, porch steps, or candy table. Yeah, these are not going outside. Are you kidding me? (laughs) Yeah, they're getting smashed instantly. Oh, maybe where you people live. (laughs) On your side (laughs) of the river. (laughs) In your hallway. Maybe on your side of the river, people smash pumpkins. (laughs) On our side, we appreciate them for the art that they are. Includes one 
Includes one five-inch ceramic pumpkin and one nine-and-a-half-inch ceramic pumpkin. Light sources not included. They are waterproof oh. and sustainable for porches or stairs. They are part of the Halloween collection. Does not say anything about hand washing. I would assume so, though. For use with battery-operated tea lights only. There is not ventilation. Isn't the ventilation or- the eyes? That thing is well, full I mean, of holes. What are you I talking know. about? Well, there's three holes on the back top. Not officially, because <laughs> it says right there, for use with battery-operated tea lights only. But if I'm putting battery fire, tea lights outside and it's raining... Use fire at your own risk. What, fire well, isn't that always the mix. case with fire? In the, <laughs> in the lawsuit of pumpkin versus ceramic. Yeah, oh. Odin, Odin Law, get on this. I put a tea light candle in there. What are you going to do about it? <laughs> And somebody trespassed. The final, maybe, okay, so maybe you want the you want the ceramic bowl and you want the tea lights and you want the Sobble Grookey score bunny and you want the you want to spell uh law firm with unknowns. Maybe you should wait. Because the <laughs> Yeah, well definitely you should wait. <laughs> because new surprises for fall, Pikachu Funko figure at Pokemon Center. Get your first look. At the latest Funko, uh, a Funko, a Day with Pikachu collection coming soon. Autumn has arrived, and Pikachu is wasting no time diving into little, uh, a little outdoor fun. And by diving, we mean diving into a big old pile of fallen leaves. Surprise! Aww. Surprises to fall for the latest Funko, continuing a Day with Pikachu collection, and sure enough. Its beloved electric-type Pokemon is popping out of a pile of brightly colored leaves. Joining Pikachu for playtime is a Pumpkaboo. And judging by the smiles on their faces, these two Pokemon are having a blast. And seriously, how could, how cute is that stray of leaf on, perched on Pikachu's head? How cute. Don't leaf this adorable figure out of your collection. Sorry, we had to. It'll arrive on Pokemon Center later this month. Remember to subscribe to the Pokemon Trainer newsletter to stay up to date uh, with the surprises to fall for figure collection thing on Pokemon Center. Man, people are buying these things out. They sell out really fast. People? Priorities. I have all of them. I can't stop now. <laughs> I'm too deep. <laughs> you already are have that collection thing that I uh, thank goodness I do not have. I, this this has actually been a fun thing to collect. Uh, I would I would suspect because they've shown it off this week. I would have guessed probably Tuesday or Wednesday. This is coming around noon. There, there's my there's my pro strat for you. I would I would probably suspect Tuesday uh, or Wednesday around noon, one p.m. Central Time. This will be available. Well, Central to order. Time's the only time zone that matters anymore. Yeah, so. true. That's true. So, so what you should do is you should already make an account, log in, add the ceramic bowl, add the tea light holders, add your unknown, and then when the Funko drops, add that. Then check out with the free shipping. Nice. But here's the thing. So, are you like when you're an old man in a nursing home? Okay. Are you gonna have like? In your, you're gonna have a, like a back closet, and then like every month on the first of the month, you're gonna be like, "All right, time to rotate the Pikachu," and you're gonna like take 
you know, the January Pikachu, put it back in its box and back in the closet, take out the February Pikachu and put it out. It's like, oh, <laughs> it's the February Pikachu time. And this will be the rest of your life. Don't people do that with like Christmas? Yes. People do that with a lot of things. Like my mom <laughs> has like this flag holder in her front yard and she like literally like every month she changes the flag for the oh, appropriate my, flag my for the month. My dad used to be that. Ugh. That's so, a lot what, of work. That is too much work. What? Changing a flag once a month? Yeah. You just add it to your monthly cleaning list. No. No. <laughs> Before we get That's to this, assuming I have a monthly cleaning list, that is not a thing that exists in my world. Listen, buddy, we're going to start working on that. Before we oh get boy. to this uh, new Pokemon, um, Will, we didn't get your imp- impressions of Poltegeist and Cramorant because um, I have barely seen them, but I you did move across the the United States, pretty much halfway across the United States. Yes, I. I'm a big fan of Poltegeist over Corp- Cormorant. It's Cormorant is the actual bird. Cormorant so what, is the actual bird, yeah. Cramorant is the... Because it's, uh, yeah. it's cramming those fish down its throat. I mean, <laughs> sure it's is. funny it sure looking. It's, but I will take a Poltegeist over... Uh, but, so, okay, you were so a my, Klefki, Klefki fan, weren't you? I, I do enjoy me a Klefki. I mean, I like, I like those... Yeah, but my issue is, if we are looking at the British Isles, shouldn't we have a Banshee, which is an actual ghost from the British Isles? I would have more than one ghost Pokemon. Yeah, I know, but poltergeists are German. That they should have been over an XY. Their time has passed. <laughs> Look, wasn't if he, my Irish traditional Banshee wailing outside the windows when someone passes away? Thank Do we you. not have a Banshee? There is no Banshee. No. Mistrevis? No, that's a Mistrevis. That's not a Banshee. Is Mistrevis a pun on mis- something else? It's uh, Miss and she's Drevis. I, I don't know. <laughs> I mean, it's Miss and Mischievous. Like, there's not a Banshee in yeah. there. Yeah. So, I mean, if it was a Banshee, because like, Poltegeist is a great play on words. Yes. Mm-hmm. And teapots are British. well acquainted with the British Isles. Correct. But I mean, what? maybe the maybe its evolution is a banshee. Uh, ooh, <laughs> I I feel like this is a Pokemon that doesn't. I feel like this is a Klefki. It doesn't evolve. That's what I I could be wrong, but it, it screams Klefki to me. We'll have to wait to find out. I'm still waiting for Ugadump, so that's <laughs> been my big disappointment. Yeah, Impa, Impidim's still not confirmed. How do we still not have Impidim? <laughs> I love it. I love. I mean, from- we have this. We have this. <laughs> We have this missing no on their webpage right now, and it's not impotent. Uh, okay, so it, it it was, as of this recording, I believe Tokyo Game Show week is over, but it was Tokyo Game Show, which kind of makes sense why there was a Pokemon minor Pokemon announcement. Um, but Pokemon tweeted that there was a, a discovery of a new Pokemon, and then if you were to go to swordshield.pokemon.com, there looks to be, uh, well, if you haven't seen it, in the lower right-hand corner of the webpage, uh, there looks to be, what, some people said a green Cubone? Yeah, kinda. I mean, I get it. I see it. And it looks like it's holding a very big sword, or you could probably say a lance. 
And then wait, you... repeat which website I'm supposed to be looking at for this thing. Swordandshield.pokemon.com. And then if you try to click it, it kind of runs away from you. Yeah, not kind of. It runs away from you. Oh. Well, no, it runs once. And um, then you can click it, and it makes a really loud, annoying noise right yes, in your ears. So right that, in your headphones that you're that wearing. really an, a loud, annoying noise is Rotom's cry. It's got the ability Steadfast. It's, it's 257.9 American pounds. Yeah, it's a big one. And it's a, and it's a fighting type. Fighting type Pokemon. Now, here on the website, it says, Only blank that has survived many battles can attain this blank. When this Pokemon's blank errs, it will then retire from combat. Where do you see that? Oh, only yeah. yeah. Okay, so um, I mean, according to the URL, its official name is Zeplixergnate. <laughs> so, so of course, I mean, we they're can, getting real wild with these we names. We can go to the Japanese Pokemon website and we can uh, s- translate some of it. And one of the words is uh, "night," uh, which I guess makes sense if you assume that knights use lances. Um, oh, it does look like a knight. Yeah, it's like it's holding a lance for for yeah. a joust. Okay, so now we're going to get into a little bit of rumor slash spoiler territory. Now, we've talked about rumors before of how we don't talk about rumors. But now that Team Yell has... <laughs> Now that ha- Team Yell has been revealed, now that Gigamax and Dynamax has been revealed, um, there's very few rumors or or leaks that have been left. One being Score Bunny's final type, which we will not talk about. And the other was what we are going to talk about. It You've probably seen this on Twitter, though, or you've probably heard about it by now. But there has been a long rumor uh, that Farfetch is to get an evolution. What? Now, if you look at this Cubone, it doesn't specifically look like a Farfetch, right? It looks like a Cubone holding a lance. Yeah. No, it I looks mean, it doesn't like look a like knight anything, really. It looks like a blob with a blob. And it looks like it's got a duck hunt gun. Uh, so <sighs> I will, because, because this is probably hard for Will to see, I'll post this in our conversation. But if you turn the Cubone 90 degrees... It actually looks like what? a duck holding a shield and holding a giant lance, which would also look like Farfetch's leak because of the green and yellow. Because of the green. Or it's green and white, sorry. So you have to turn it sideways for it Deep to make sense. Deep investigation here. Wow. <laughs> I mean, I guess. Like... Uh, so this is off Polygon.com. The Sword and Shield site is teasing a glitched Pokemon, and fans have theories. There's a new Pokemon being teased. Early this morning, the official Pokemon made an announcement. A new Pokemon has been discovered. With a link, uh, the link attached to the tweet brought the fans to the official website, where a glitch is now appearing on the side of the stream. After chasing the glitch across the Pokemon website with the cursor, um, the image has become clickable. I want to pause real quick and say maybe that this maybe I'm overreaching, but you do chase a farfetch throughout Elix Forest. You do. What? The page opens up to a Pokedex listing with Rotom's call. Rotom's deafening call. Yes. The what we know about this Pokemon is it weighs 256 pounds. It's a fighting type with the ability steadfast. 
Only Redacted that has survived many battles can obtain Redacted. When this Pokemon's Redacted, Redacted, it will retire from combat. So if we were to put the word Farfetch here, let me see if I can do this. Only Farfetches that have survived many battles can attain this evolution. When this Pokemon's Leak breaks, it will retire from combat. What's ERS then? No. I said I would try. Well, you failed. <laughs> Hmm. Oh, it's oh, it's when this Pokemon's leak shatters because there's two redacted. When this Pokemon leak shatters, it will retire from uh, combat. Yeah, I mean that's a lance thing, but like, it's that is a lance thing. Why is it sideways though? Why would they because do it looks that? like Cubone sideways? <laughs> no, it looks like a knight because you I can see it as a knight facing that way. Um, like it's just sort left. of weird that it would go like a Farfetch would become a fighting type Pokemon. Yeah, why, why wouldn't not? it keep flying type? There's been plenty like Surskit loses water bug for water fighting. But it still remains water. Water fighting, like, water it's not, flying. But it's still a bug. It re loses its bug. Masquerade is a yeah. bug and it's not actually a bug Pokemon. It's really frustrating. <laughs> but like this is Triple types confirmed. Well, not like I don't. What do you? What do you want? Why are we <laughs> like? Pimpleb <laughs> can't fly. It's a bird. Well, Farfetch can fly. Maybe this one can. But like and like Pimpleb is water and it goes to water steel. Like it retains water. Like. It doesn't keep its normal or its flying type. It just becomes pure fighting. It's like just a weird dropping everything to become a completely different type. Well, like, I don't know that that has happened where it hasn't kept one of its types. Uh, it's well, Marowak? No, that's, uh, oh, yeah, yeah I guess. Yeah. Ghost fire, yeah. It loses yeah. ground and it becomes ghost fire. Yeah, no, they've done this before. This also plays into the, if it if it is... Pure, wow, I don't know why it wouldn't be just pure fighting. The website says it's pure fighting. Again, kind of goes with the theory that fighting Pokemon are noble and they fight with honor. Um, and then dark Pokemon are obviously the opposite of fighting where they are cheaters and they, 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 they don't fight with honor. Um, they use dirty tricks. So like a, a, this goes more into the rumor here. One of the more popular theories is the glitch Pokemon is the evolution of Farfetch, which which everyone is calling Surfetched, which was a which was the rumored name in the 4chan post that has pretty much gotten everything right. If you rotate the glitched image, it does indeed look like a bird holding a sword and shield. Colors of the sword are green and white, which people are assuming is a leak. Farfetch is known to be carrying around a leak. And then others have been mocking up the images, uh, which is one I sent to uh, Will. Yeah, that's, I mean, the best you can do with Microsoft Paint. I've seen better images. <laughs> well, the Polygon one has better images. It, it does, yeah. yeah. So ideally this is, so there was a, what, there was a Farfetch evolution planned for Gen 2 in the Space World demo. There was a lot of Pokemon getting evolutions and not getting evolutions, but Game Freak decided to do a lot more new Pokemon than to rely on evolving or pre-evolving Pokemon in Gen 1, which I think, you know, in the long run, I think kind of made more sense. I feel like this is Farfetch's evolution, right? Like, everything kind of points there. I'd... 
Well, you want it because you want it. I do. It's very exciting, but I can't. I mean, like when you turn it sideways and when you read the when you read the the redacted stuff that once you know that. The oh, that that redacted stuff is just uh, what is that game we used to play, Greg, with the pads and the, you, you use a pencil. And it was like oh, noun, the- verb, adjective. Yeah, I know Mad what you're talking libs? about. Mad libs. Mad, Mad libs. That's all it is. Uh, also, like, steadfast would make sense as, like, Farfetch had, Farfetch was, like, one of the few Pokemon in, in like, red and blue that did a lot of flinching. I think, I think I mean, the fighting makes sense. Cut. You could maybe argue, like, you could maybe argue that f- it should be fighting flying. Do we have fighting flying that isn't, like, Hualucha? Hualucha. Yeah, but Hawluch is kind of garbo. What? Oh, Drew, cover your no, no, ears. I I'm love so Hawluch, but I'm thinking like competitively, Hawluch doesn't really like. Well, they could be trying to fix it here. Like a pure fighting type is not anything new. Like it's not nothing special, really. There's a ton of pure fighting types. Yeah, that's true. But you have more weak. I guess I'd have to pull up like Halucha versus like a Machoke of which has more weaknesses and which has more strengths. I mean, we also don't know any other abilities. There could be. Yeah, there could be a dual ability. There could be a bunch of stuff. Like, I don't know. The I question mean, it's, is it's, like, is are they not revealing its second type? I feel like they would put slash question mark question mark question mark. I agree. Um, yeah. No. I mean, yeah. I think, I think it's, it's just fighting. Pure just fighting. fighting. Pure fighting. So maybe it's I mean maybe it's just an actual knight. So you're you don't turn it sideways, it's fine the way it is, and it's a dude <laughs> holding a spear, lance, whatever. Um the other thing is is it an evolution or is it just or is it just uh a like a lowland farfetch? Is it or Galarin farfetch. True. True. They are more noble. I I would I feel like the it fights a lot of battles it makes it seem like it's an evolution. Yeah. But I mean that's sort of, you know, it's once to survive many battles it can attain this form or whatever. Like I feel like that is suggesting that it is an evolution, not just a standalone, but I could be I mean that's just guessing as well, so so if we think the leak is a lance and the Japanese does refer to this as a knight and then we go, when this Pokemon's assuming leak shatters, it will retire from combat. You said earlier, Greg, that that's like a thing that knights do. Like, Yeah, so in jousting, one of the one of the things is if you can hold your shield and shatter the other person's lance, then you win. <laughs> like, it's shattering their lance and knocking them off. Like, the whole thing is that your lance is stronger and you are holding it better and you, their shatters and yours... Well, and then they they can't they, fight anymore right. either if they don't have a lance. So it'd be really funny if if in like by the time this episode goes up, they show off what this Pokemon is, and everyone who turned it sideways was just wrong. <laughs> <laughs> it's a it's a definitely a very interesting way to reveal a Pokemon. Yeah, but also, I'm excited. Yeah, it's also a way that no one will probably remember. I'm sure most people don't remember how. Sylveon got announced. I mean, if you're listening to this podcast, you probably keep up on that stuff a little bit more, but obviously there's millions of Pokemon fans that don't listen to Pokemon podcasts or watch 
you know, Pokemon content on YouTube or Twitch or whatever, and they just buy the game and go, I like Sylveon, but Sylveon got announced in this weird game show thing where people, like, were reaching into the Japanese game show. People were reaching into, like, clear containers and, like, touching stuff to, like, determine what Sylveon's type was. Do you guys remember this at all? Not at all. It's not I in the do. slightest. Very I do weird. remember this a little bit. And then yeah. I'm sure most people don't remember how Crabrawler was shown. While it wasn't as exciting as this, Crabrawler was like announced at the Pokemon World Championships back in 2016, uh, and everyone kind of freaked out. And so Pokemon have been announced in like unique and cool ways, but a lot of the times they're slowly forgotten about. I mean, Melmetal was released in Pokemon Go. Pokemon Go accidentally. <laughs> I don't know if it was that. Well, it was like quotes, the night before. Accidentally, accidentally. quotes. <laughs> so I mean, it, let's be real. They had to fly to build that entire website and event and get all those tweets. Like, props to their social media for catching the mistake and making it real. Uh, I'm excited though. If it is something far fetched related, that's that's cool. Um, yeah, and if it's not. Cool. Like, if not, it's, I'm excited it probably, either way. Yeah, if not, it still probably seems like a cool Pokemon. The other thing I will say that uh, when this podcast goes up, we should be exactly 60 days away from Sword and Shield. Oh, I can't wait. Yeah. I, I, I feel like this is, just, this is just me talking. You can choose to believe it or not. But there was the whole um, shirt number theory that was happening for a long time where people were like oh well if you look at this person's shirt it says 8 30 that means we're going to get an announcement on on august 30th spoiler that didn't ever happen <laughs> <laughs> but i but look we're eight weeks out from sword and shield they haven't showed middle evolutions they haven't showed final evolutions for starters they haven't revealed za mazenta's typing or zashian's typing we're eight weeks out. I it is it is safe to say that probably once a week for the next eight weeks, we're gonna get one sword related <laughs> sword and shield related thing, whether that is mid evolutions, whether that is what this glitched Pokemon is. Pretty safe to say that we're going to get probably a ramp up of news as we get closer and closer to this. So <laughs> It's like saying, hey, <laughs> if I roll this dice, I'm going to get a number. Yeah. <laughs> yes, yeah. you are. You are going to get a Any, number. Anyone would take this bet at this point. <laughs> hey, I think we're going to get a Pikachu Funko Pop this week. Yeah, probably. Probably safe bet since they officially revealed it on their website. And then usually a week later, they put it on the store. So just a heads up. Gotta be able to read those patterns. Just a heads up. We're very, very close to this game. So expect more Pokemon-related news is what I'm saying. Um, I think that's it. I think that is uh, that is all the Pokemon news. I feel like I'm missing a bunch of news, but it's been kind of a hectic week. So What are you telling me? <laughs> uh, telling the person who, who moved moved across the United States. Made the biggest mistake of his life. Let's just abbreviate it just like that. Nah, it's the best thing you've ever done. Uh, I'm actually going to pull an email this week for our question of the week, which is a little unorthodox, but... Oh, unorthodox. <laughs> that the Shocked face on William Anderson. What are you doing to me? Uh, Greg, hit me with that question of the week. 
Now is the time for the question. The question of the week. Well, it's clear you've never played basketball. No. This is uh, Josh <laughs> from Maryland. Uh, hey. No, Josh from Maryland, go away. I've left you. Hey, <laughs> hey, SBJ and the cast of Lovable Misfits. I've been a listener to the show for almost three years, and I have been a huge Pokemon fan since the beginning. Though I've never joined any sort of online community before, I recently decided to check this one out. You see, my wife and I recently moved from Missouri to Maryland, and finding new friends as an adult is a lot harder than we realized. Wrong direction, friend. I joined the stream last night, uh, talking about my Twitch stream, and was one of the uh, 85 people who were gifted a sub. Uh, even though it wasn't the that thrilling of a stream, it was still fun to play. <laughs> Burn. <laughs> my Ooh, copy harsh. of Ultra Sun on the couch while chatting with you in the community. I hope to continue catching streams and uh, getting connected with many other Pokemon fans. My question, what are some new ways to make friends as adults? Thank you for bringing all of the Pokemon fans together. P.S. Will, I might need to do a community day in D.C. someday and I'm only 45 minutes away. What are the best places to go? <laughs> Sorry, friend, you're 18 hours right now. Uh, well, if you're in Slack, you got to hook up with the DC crew and they'll they'll get you all set. That, that's an established tradition that I've turned my back upon. The uh, DC folks are very nice. Absolutely. Well, you've a, never played Pokemon Go with them, Greg. You don't I know. have, too. Who's all in the we DC crew? Go Phil, fast. Brittany, Eric... Oh, that's true. That's James. true. I just didn't count them as DC. Uh, the core is, well, I'll leave myself out. But yeah, Brittany, Eric, James, you occasionally get a Hannah or a Chris up in there. Sometimes Kelly comes down. So you're good. <laughs> it's a good group. It's a good group. Uh, so yeah, here's the the bigger question is how do you make friends as an adult? Oh it's boy, hard. it's super hard. Yeah, it's super so hard. you get on a podcast, okay, and you right. just commit to that podcast for seven plus years of your life, and then sometimes people are like, "I like to listen to you on that podcast," and then you say, "Oh well, but you're an interesting person too, so let's be friends," and then you've got a new friend. There you go. I will say, I mean, maybe, maybe I'm I'm tooting my own horn here with with my Slack community, but be careful doing that. Yeah, a lot of people because of Slack have been friends, made like made friends. Like I don't think, yeah, like for example, uh, Nick who does all our music for the show, he's extremely talented. Um, he'll never get to the end of this episode to hear this compliment. <laughs> it's true, he won't. Like him and Kelly, one of uh, another listener who lives in New York, they have, you know, spent weekends together. Uh, where like Kelly's come down to Boston to hang out with Nick, and then I know like, most of the Minnesota people. Nick, when Nick went to Australia, he hung out with Mark, who is our only Australian listener. No, we actually have a we actually have a handful <laughs> our only of one listeners. We have quite a few Australian <laughs> listeners. Thank you. And Zach Perna, I know you're listening, so you can just write me directly. Thanks. I met my friend Andrew because of the podcast. He's been listening pretty much since like. The first 10 episodes, so he ended up, he, he lives in Japan, he ended up in Chicago for a, a college thing, I think it was college, and then I met up with him there, and then when Irene and I went on our honeymoon, we spent the day with him and his wife and his very two adorable twins, 
who uh, love to say Anpan Man over and over. <laughs> For me, like, the way of meeting friends have been through, like, Twitch and have been through Slack and have been through Discord and then just in the sense of those things existing, people in those communities have met, fr- met friends. I don't know what I would do without those things. Like, maybe... I mean, I I going went years a, without being on a podcast and still know a ton of people. Like, well, I, I've got a. I, I let me give a very specific recommendation to this dude. If he's in Maryland and he's close enough to DC, most likely he's near enough to Gaithersburg. Dude, look up Gritty Goblin. Um, it is a gaming store that's kind of in that rural, as I like to call it, Maryland area. <laughs> Find out like what events and everything that they have. I'm sure they have a board gaming day. And just make your way over there and then meet people who enjoy doing like tabletop gaming See, and stuff like that. It's so hard though. I mean, what? it can, it can be hard, but it's like if a lot of, so like the internet has made this a lot easier. Like generally, most of these things have an online presence somehow, somewhere. You just have to find it. And then as long as you, talk to one person online and say, I am going there, will you be there? Then you have one person to talk to. And that one person probably knows more people at that event and then you just start meeting more people. And you're not you're not going to like everybody, but you're probably going to like enough people that it's worthwhile. Like, there's a... Everybody's like, oh, the internet makes it so hard to connect with people. It's like... It I was arguing opposite. <laughs> It really doesn't, because the internet makes it easy for you to have an entry point into an established event. I mean, Facebook is really only good for scheduling events anyways, and there's a ton of groups. In, like, Minneapolis alone, there are four different groups of people who set up established things like, hey, come out to this event, and we are all going to be there doing X. Like, there are four board gaming groups in Minneapolis alone that just are like, hey, we're going to take over this area, and so... You can see people and go meet them. Like, the biggest problem finding friends as an adult is setting aside the time to do it. Because it's really easy to get busy and think, oh, I'm I'm just too tired to go to that. And then slowly, you're just too tired to do anything, and you don't end up going out at all. So make the time to go to a local event. Like, you have, like, as an adult, you have to schedule time to see your friends, because if you don't, you won't ever see them. Well, yeah, and as a kid, right, how do you make friends? It's because you're forced into these situations that are group situations. You don't right. have any choice, right? You, you don't have, have a to choice. go to elementary school, so you have to interact with people. And boy, oh boy, if you're not making some friends, your teacher's going to be sending a report home. So <laughs> since you're not forced into those situations where there's groups of people, you have to either create them yourself or find opportunities that simulate that situation you know uh, what is that website it still exists twitch.tv slash pkmcast yeah that's a fantastic (laughs) in quotes website uh no the one where it's like meetup.org yeah Uh, meetup's so garbage it's not i know people who have used it and made friends that way you're the problem with you steve you just you can't comment on this because you are like the most antisocial person what in 
you just like you don't you 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 need I, like i'll walk up to a stranger what? and hand them a can of mustache wax I, I have like very few barriers <laughs> you are like very reticent until you have some sort of certification that some person's not like a psycho killer that then you'll like open up to them where i like i think greg's the same way too where it's just like whatever yeah, we're old enough anybody. you know you want yeah. a psycho kill me go ahead i've lived a good I've life i've been through it it's fine <laughs> I mean, you're also like, you know, you have a good sense at all these years into your life about whether you're going to click with the person or not. Like, you know, trust your instincts. Like, if it's a super sketchy situation, be like, nah, this doesn't sound right. But if you're going to an established gaming store for an established board game night, that's pretty low risk as far as bad things happening to you. But as an adult, you absolutely have to make time. Like, you have to decide, even though I'm tired, I'm going to go out to this board game event on a Wednesday night, and I'm just going to go there for a couple of hours, I'm going to see what games they play, maybe play a board game, meet a couple of people, and then think about going back next week. Like, consistency of going to these events so that you're familiar face, even if you don't meet a ton of people the first time, eventually people are like, oh, you're here a lot, Who? what's your deal, what's going on, I see you a lot. Or, like... Joining, like, joining the Pokemon Slack community, joining a, a Discord or a Slack of people that share the same interests as you, it's easy to have that conversation. And if they're in your same location, then, hey, let's go out to dinner sometime or let's, you know, go to a coffee shop, hang out and talk about this thing that we love. But I agree with Will. Steve is standoffish. It's true. I've been told I'm intimidating, which is far from it. Oh, I've been told I'm intimidating. <laughs> Ask that poor homeless person at the light rail stop. Gee. <laughs> and I'm like the nicest person in the world. I know, but you got those you got those blue eyes of cold heart. And that natural frowny face. The natural frowny boy face. It scares us sweet Minnesotans off. <laughs> Uh, Will, hit us with our Pokemon of the Week, and we'll wrap up the show. All right, so your clues from last <laughs> time, which I guess I haven't listened to last week's episode, but I imagine you guys just put off Pokemon we skipped of the it. Week. We skipped it. We yeah. skipped it. So it's a Pokemon that I wish I had to help me move. In Detective Pikachu, it was directing traffic. Um, in Pokemon Yellow, it says one arm alone can move mountains. Using all four arms, this Pokemon fires off awesome punches. Um, in Pokemon Ranger, it's found in Croca Tunnel, and it has a green shiny. Who is that Pokemon? Machamp. It's Machamp. You actually got it right this time. Congratulations. <laughs> Possibly the easiest Pokemon of the week ever. <laughs> Congrats. Yes, you got it right. It is Machamp. Number one trivias on Machamp? With a bullet. Number one at our, our PAX West panel. In Pokemon Red and Blue Beta, Machamp was known, originally known as Judo, the corruption of Judo, a fighting style. Machamp can, see, be, can be seen as a counterpart to Alakazam. They are both the last of a three-part evolutionary family, both introduced in Gen 1. Both receive their final evolution by trading. Both have a 75% male gender ratio, and Alakaz as, as Alakazam exceeds in special attack, Machamp uh, excels at regular attack, 
Moreover, the girl in Oraberg City will trade her Abra for a Machop. Really? Why would that be handy in that particular city? Hmm. Maybe because the uh, gym leader in that city uses normal type Pokemon. <laughs> Didn't you used to be able to trade for a Farfetch that was called like Veal Cutlet or something like that? Ducks. What? Ducks. <laughs> Ducks. D-U-X is the Farfetch. A champ yeah. can also be seen as a counterpart to Conkelder. Uh, both are fighting type Pokemon whose attack are the highest stat. Both have below average speed. Both share the same base stat total. Both have the same gender ratio. Both are three evolution stages. And both reach their final respective evolutionary stage by trading. Man, Gen 5, that that fresh reboot of let's do everything we did in Gen 1 again. <laughs> With better looking Pokemon that are cooler. Yep. Shots fired, gauntlet Shots thrown, fired. Rubicon crossed, figure. So I think this I think this gets mixed up a lot where some people and me for the longest time thought Machamp was wearing like a championship belt, but I believe it's oh, wearing yeah. a weightlifting belt. Yeah, it's no, it's Spanx. <laughs> oh. <laughs> it's got to keep everything on nice. I, I don't know what a weightlifting belt does, like keeps your back straight. Yeah, it keeps uh, your back straight. It compresses your core so that you don't have to rely on like your abs and obliques and stuff like that when you're trying to lift an extremely heavy weight so that you have less chance of injury. But honestly, just strengthen your core, folks, and don't overlift. You're not a power lifter, bud. Put that belt back down. Now with that attitude. <laughs> Machamp is. Uh, Machamp's shiny is fine. It's green. <laughs> it's yet another green. Shuffle's good. Shuffle is, well, Shuffle is, like, I feel like the Shuffle needed to at least maybe put the arms in, because the Shuffle looks like it could be any of the entire chop yeah, line. The only yeah. difference is the fact that it's, you know, it's got the Machamp mouth. Um, But, like, I kind of wish it had, like, some signal to the arms. I don't know how they do that in Shuffle. Yeah. it's It's not my favorite. Uh, Will hit us with our next week. All right. Well, since the last time it was super easy, now we're going back to hard mode, folks. No. <laughs> I'm going to come over to your house and go through your notes. Uh, uh, trust me, cybersecurity, a number one top notch in Will Anderson's house. Please try to get into any of my computers. I have a lot of computers. Anyways. <laughs> yeah. And first puzzle, which computer is it <laughs> Why do I have so many computers? Why do you? <sighs> this week, I used a random number generator to select the Pokemon of the week. Last week's was way too easy, so I decided there would be no contextual life clues to guide the listener. This Rude. week's Pokemon shares its hidden ability with arguably the most popular Pokemon's hidden ability. Four other Pokemon have access to this ability, but only this week's Pokemon its pre-evolution, and the other popular Pokemon's line have this ability as their hidden ability. During harsh sunlight, this ability increases the Pokemon's special attack by 1.5. In exchange, the Pokemon loses one-eighth of its max HP at the end of each turn. This week's Pokemon only appears in two side games of note, Pokemon Battle Troze and Pokemon Shuffle. It has never appeared in a Pokemon Ranger game. Finally, 
This week's Pokemon's typing makes it weak to last week's Pokemon's typing, but it is strong against Pokemon last week's Pokemon is weak too. That's all you get, folks. That's it. That's our episode. Uh, I'm sure we missed some Pokemon news, but don't worry. We will be back next week with more Pokemon news. Last week's news today. Um, Yeah, that's what we do. (laughs) That's it. Uh, Yeah, that's our episode. Hopefully you enjoyed it. Uh, If you haven't already and you need something to do, twitch.tv slash pkmncast. Watch me play Pokemon. I guess I don't know what it's I'm doing. It's mostly po- entertaining. I'm, I don't know. Yeah, it's mostly entertaining. I don't know what I've been doing in Pokemon recently. So I don't you know. You have been you hunted Buffalant for like a month. Oh yes, and then I got a shiny Herdier. You got a shiny Herdier instead, and then oh, I've been making Chikorita eggs for people. So if you want a oh. hidden ability, five IV Chikorita with four egg moves. Female, or sorry, Chikorita in a friend ball, I should say. Uh, I got a bunch of those that I'm making. Uh, and I also have leftover rock roughs that I made for people. So if you want a 5IV Jolly Own Tempo Rock Ruff, which I believe is the best abil- best nature for Rock Ruff is Jolly, uh, with four egg moves, I think it has like Crush Claw, Thunder Fang, Fire Fang, and something else. Um, I have a bunch of those left that I will more than happy to trade you if you ever pop in stream. If you're looking for those own tempo rock roughs, I'm swimming in them. They're also Moonball own tempo rock roughs because I did the extra Ooh. effort. Ooh, fancy. To Moonball it. I really Can you like. Set one, of, one of those aside for me. I'll trade you a Joltek. Ooh. What kind of ball is it in? Regular. <laughs> How dare. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even look at the ball. I. The ball is like know. the breeding in the Pokeball is like the best part. Yeah. You know, getting a shiny from breeding a Pokemon and doing it while you're actually recording it for Snapchat. That's the best part. Oh, I see. Um, uh, if you haven't, please leave us a review in Apple Podcast. I believe Spotify is supposed to have podcast reviews eventually, but not not today. If you want to follow us on Twitter, Will is at Washing the Sink. Greg is at White Wing. I am at Dragging a Lake. You can follow the podcast on Twitter at Pokemon Podcast. Oh, I have to include this at the beginning of the episode, but I will include it now. We are doing a giveaway for a Nintendo Switch Lite. That will be in the show notes. It's completely free to enter. Uh, and there are other ways to get more entries, but uh, if you want to try to win a Nintendo Switch Lite, Pokemon, I heard, I hear, I heard a new Pokemon game is coming out soon. And if you need the console, console to play it on, uh, winner's choice of gray, blue, or yellow. Before you say, Steve, can I save it for a Zab Mazenta Zashian switch? No. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but I will be giving one of those away closer to the release of Sword and Shield. So try again um, when I do that giveaway. But yeah, Nintendo Switch Lite, the link will be in the, the show notes. So, um, yeah, that'll be that at Pokemon podcast on Twitter. Otherwise, this has been another episode of the Pokemon podcast and we are super effective, super snow time soon. Get ready. You're on the wrong side of the river.
what, I'm on the snowy side of the river? Yeah. I don't believe that. I'm south of you. I'm in the south. I'm a southy, northy. Like every podcast on the internet, we are funded by Patreon. This is a shout out to all the supporters at the producer tier on Patreon. A huge thank you to Kevin, Cygnus, Patrick, Jet, Jeffrey, Matthew, Alex, Catherine, Pancake, and Anthony. Thank you all for the support. If you've made it to the end of this episode listening to this promo, that is also support. So thank you. Appreciate it. We'll see you next week.